You're with Pete, Matt and Kimber for Elite Pool Covers. Saving you water today for tomorrow. Next 94.5. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. We know why you're here. You came here for stories about vomit. <laughs> Mate, if you didn't, that's what you're going to get. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. And they were bloody good stories, dude. <laughs> Great. Uh, what did you force onto your kid? More stories from the Mix fam this morning? Mm. More stories. And, of course, we had a special guest oh. in the studio. And, of course, didn't miss the opportunity to play big ones. Mm-hmm. Yes, no. Kimber's big ones. You'll hear that. Uh, Annabelle McIntyre, Olympic champion, West Australian, yeah. walked us through the way to get into the classic competitive mindset ahead of the regatta. Mm. Pete also surprised us by bringing another entity to the show, um, oh. the moustache. <laughs> the moustachio. It's beautiful, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really Don't beautiful you, as long as it's not too close. Don't you like and, Kimber, you were... Incredibly underwhelmed by the word of the year. Oh, am I ever? I think you guys <laughs> might be too. <laughs> the, best, the best reaction was Isla's, no yes. doubt. Yes. <laughs> You're going to hear that. So much more here. Have a podcast. Pete, Matt and Kimber. I'm about to talk about something that will both delight and disgust you. Okay. It's oh. mainly disgusting, but... You know I'm grossed out by things quite easily and quite often when you guys try to get things across the line here... I'll go, no, I'm not talking about that. It's disgusting. Yes. But even this made me laugh. So I feel like if I'm laughing, then maybe we'll get away with it. Okay. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's gross. <laughs> See, I, you know what I'm like. I'm like, is I'm the one who's like, no, go for it. You were out there flying a flag, not even knowing what I was talking about. I was like, this could be gross. And you were like, do it. Yeah. Do it. Your words are telling me you're confident, but your tone is telling me you're not. So get on with it and we'll see what happens. So on the weekend, this was a terrible situation for an Uber driver in Glendalow. Um, they had a passenger... Vomit in the car. (laughs) My dad was a cabbie. He got that a lot. It happens. You know, people go out for a big night and the next thing you're shouting groceries in the car. Is that what it's called? (laughs) Shouting groceries? (laughs) I feel like it's a more pleasant way of saying it. Okay, right. Okay. (laughs) You know, you just really, and it sets up a visual. It's that real, rah, just shouting. (laughs) (laughs) Shouting a whole bag of groceries. (laughs) Yep. Um, But, you know, these people, someone was sick in the car and this poor driver stopped on the side of the road to clean up the vomit mm. and someone's jumped in and stolen the car. Oh, no. And oh, taken off. Tunistic. Yeah, so they've, they've wow. nicked the car and taken off. The cops have caught them. It's all under control. Everyone is safe. The smell. But it also <laughs> did. It did make me think of the time that, like, my friend was in a cab and she, oh, hang on, my computer's talking to me. Uh, my friend was in a cab and, um, oh, my God, it won't stop. And Here, um, give me a computer. Can you Here, take? Can you get rid of that? Computer. I hate it how those stupid know. ads just play themselves. Give me a computer. Oh, um, yes, they do. They do. But Brad she, my, <laughs> thank you. My Roll friend was in a cab, and she had maybe had a big night, and on the way home felt a bit unwell, and did yes. was too embarrassed to be sick in the cab. So she opened her handbag, and she vomed into her handbag. <laughs> and when they got out at the other end, they realised they couldn't get into her house because she had all her keys and stuff in her bag. So no, they had to no. tip the bag upside down onto the pavement. Stop and it. just have everything fall out. Kimba, just put me toast in front of myself. I know, and that's why I'm so sorry. Sorry, but... Mm. They are still funny stories. I just want to know when you've been in a ride share and you've decided you have to... A cheeky bomb. A cheeky bomb. When have you desecrated an Uber? (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, <laughs> Natasha in Armadale, good morning. Tell us your vom story. Good morning. Yeah, I was on a date and on the way back in the Uber driver, I'd had a little too many shots and I, yeah, vomited not only on my new partner, but the Uber driver. Oh, <laughs> Dash. Wow. Dash. No. Partner stuck it out. Even though you've vomited He's, on them, they stuck around. Oh, I, this was our first date and he's still with me. Wow. Oh, are you still friends with the Uber driver? <laughs> um, I don't know, but it, um, he got a lovely $200 tip that night. Oh, okay. And you know right. what? And, and I know it sounds expensive, but I'd want more than 200 bucks to clean up someone else's spew. Would you? I would. You're a parent. You've had to do it for free for ages, yeah. but the rest of us don't. <laughs> Even when it was such a romantic evening otherwise. <laughs> Alicia in Hammy Hill, tell us about your best mate. Hey, guys. Yeah, so my best friend, um, her name's also Alicia. She, um, We had a, my 21st birthday and, um, yeah, obviously it was a very big night. The next day we were all you know, going to pick up cars and whatnot and I was seated in the front passenger seat and she was behind me and all of a sudden I've just heard this... <laughs> <laughs> and then she's just spewed all up the back of the seat. I'm pretty sure it splat, felt splatters all on my neck. Oh, it was disgusting. And then, and then about two more minutes into the trip, she was like needed to go again. And she took um, shouting groceries to a new level. She grabbed a woolly bag and proceeded to fill up that woolly bag. Oh, God. <laughs> it was horrible. I'm so sorry. I'm so, see, this is the thing. It's a tricky position when you know that this is gross, but also listen to how much Pete's laughing. You can't. It's like so I'm good. so torn. Michelle uh, in Mandra, I'm, I mean, I want to ask, but I don't. When did someone throw up in the ride chair? All right, so a friend of mine and I went to Garden Island for a function. She borrowed a cocktail dress off me. We spent an hour getting her into the car after talking to the Tamars. And then on the way home, she was in the front seat. We are in the back. And she went to put down the back window to vomit, but it missed. And it went all over the window. She had long hair down to her waist. It was curly. It was all in her hair. And she goes, oh, can you need your dress back? I'll wash it. I said, you can keep the dress. <laughs> we managed to get home, and it was all between her fingers, and she was just obsessed with it, saying, it's look, it looks like spider webs. It was red wine vomit. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God, you then, had me on the spider webs. Oh, that's horrible. Uh, yuck. Oh, yeah, God. She to get the dress back, which I said she could keep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. <laughs> okay, you know what's that terrible? Painting pictures with words. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a special guest in the studio today. We do. We've got Isla joining us today because uh, Isla played Alpha Bucks with us last week and we invited her into the studio to hang out with us and now she's taken over Matt's job. Yeah, <laughs> doing a great job. <laughs> Thanks. Isla, I've got a question for you. Yeah. In your home, how many devices, individual devices, do you have that you could watch things or listen to things on? Well, adding up both of my houses, I have 24. 24? 24. 24 devices. Yeah. So that's like phones, TV, yeah, anything with a screen or entertainment. Yeah. Well, Isla, let me tell you how it used to be. <laughs> because when I, when I was a kid, we had one TV which only had three channels, uh, which is crazy to think of, and one record player. And what that basically meant was I watched or listened to whatever my parents wanted to, to watch or listen. Uncle so basically, was it black and white? 
It, you know what? It was black and white, and I remember the moment that our black and white TV conked out and we got a colour one. It was like literally like um, uh, Wizard of Oz. Yeah, my whole world became colour. But so I was, I, I had no choice to know all of the words to, you know, how, how it is when you think, oh, I hate old people's music. I, had, I knew all the words to Shirley Bassey. Time with me. Right. So that was that was my childhood, right? So we were all around the table the other day and Tracy Grimshaw was interviewing Paul Hogan. And it was it was a bit sad seeing old Hogs. He's not doesn't look like he's having a great time and, and whatnot. And we're around the dinner table and, and of course at some point someone asked for a knife to be passed and I went because that's what I do. <laughs> Hang on, that's not a knife. That's a knife. And <laughs> T and I laughed heartily. And Steppy D goes, What are you what are you talking about? And we, we made the connection about the famous Croc Dundee. That's not a knife. So we all got together the following Saturday and we watched Crocodile Dundee. Because it felt like it was an important passing on of the cultural baton. It really is. I really wish that you'd um, got me involved because I've not seen Crocodile Dundee. Oh, really? I love that that movie. Isla loves it. Isla loves it. She's all over it. I've not seen it. Isla, what do you think of Croc Dundee? Um, it's really funny. I really like it. Yeah. What's the thing that you 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 know you have to pass on to your children? You've got to make them watch. Of course, there's something like the famous Muriel's Wedding. You're terrible, Muriel. You know, is there a mm. film or some music out there that you insist that your children watch or see? We were or talking about this yesterday, and for us. Yes. It's three generations of Star Wars now, so Dad got me into it, and now yep. I'm getting my kids into it. Nice. Love it. What if they're not into it? You just keep putting it Too on Too bad. Anyway. They have to sit down there and watch it, whether this... they like it or not. <laughs> I, I think that the same thing has happened with sports. There might have been quite yes. a few parents who have influenced their children's interest in their <laughs> AFL team. Like the Fremantle Dockers. Jamie Lee's in Gosnells. Jamie Lee, uh, what did you force onto your kid? Well, she's only young at the moment, but when she gets old enough, I'm going to make sure she's obsessed with Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> which, which Doctor Who, Jamie Lee? Are we up to the 48th iteration? Where are we at with this one now? We've just gone into the 14th, but I started watching with David Tennant, and he was the 10th Doctor at the start. He's amazing, so that was my favourite. Mm, okay. Jamie Lee, well so many it. good doctors. You get him in, so on board with doctors. the TARDIS. I think the TARDIS mm. is the cool bit. And which, then... which part's the TARDIS? You don't. You're not actually saying it. I didn't get it wrong, did I? No, no, that's no. The you one. didn't. No, you got yeah, it right. I'm genuinely the spaceship. Asked. The, the, the yeah. blue thing. The oh, telephone the blue thing. box. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. It's because everyone's so into renovating these days. <laughs> it just seems like a remarkable room reveal. The TARDIS. Well, you were just surprised that I knew. <laughs> I you were like nerding out, I, I going, "Kimber like, knows a fact." You get a ding, <laughs> uh, Nikki Kinross. Uh, what's yours? Uh, we've actually got the reverse. Uh, thing in our house, uh, my son has inflicted the whole Star Wars saga onto me. <laughs> Are you into it, Nikki? Not really, but I take through every single movie with him. Oh, Nikki, <laughs> come back from the dark side. Join us in the light, Nikki. Join us in the light. <laughs> yeah. That's love, isn't it? I'm not the dark side. It's a bit fun. Timbers, <laughs> <laughs> big ones. You could win a crappy prize. All right, it's time to open the fun bucket. How dare he?
<laughs> there is nothing crappy about this fun bucket. The Bucket O Fun is jam-packed with goods today for Kimber's Big Ones. And today, we're going to play Kimber's Big Ones with you, Isla. Oh, that sounds so fun. Are you good? You ready? <laughs> you know how this game works, right? Yeah. Super. So now, Isla, Isla's joining us because uh, we invited her into the studio after having played Alpha Bucks Kids. Yep. She's very excited about being here. Definitely. Very excited about being and at you've the just radio had your station. tour. Yes, yes. It's amazing in here. She and says and this would be a cool place to work. Yeah, definitely, it definitely. It is, it is a cool place to work. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Okay, well, Isla, I need you to put these things in order. Yeah. Um, this, we're going from most to least. Okay. Uh, most to least daily hours of sleep for okay. the following animals. Okay. 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 <laughs> a sloth. Okay. A giraffe and a tiger. Okay. Wow. A sloth, okay. a giraffe and a tiger. And we're looking for the most to least okay. daily hours of sleep. Yeah. So give us your thinking you- out loud. I think, well, I, sloths seem like they'd sleep a lot because... Mm. Mm. You know, mm, that's by the name. <laughs> so I'm, I think I'm going to say sloth is the most. Right. Um, I don't really know about a giraffe and a tiger. I've never heard of how much they sleep. But um, how do you think you could work it out? I don't know. Have a guess. <laughs> um, maybe one would probably require more sleep than the other. You can check in with yeah. Pete and Matt. They might have some advice. I mean, Perth Zoo during the day. Uh. Well, yeah, there's usually no tigers, but that's the giraffes right. are usually up. That's a good hint. Okay. I reckon with giraffes, they might not need as much sleep, but boy, they'd require a lie down. You'd want to lay that head down in that neck, <laughs> wouldn't you? You'd want to give it some rest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, so I'm going to say a sloth, a tiger, and a giraffe. Yeah, a giraffe. in that yeah. order. Yeah. Okay, well, let's have a look. Mm. Okay, well, I can tell you that a sloth. Sleep somewhere between 15 and 18 hours a day. Wow. <laughs> That's a lot. Even though I was expecting something like that, that's still wild to hear. Well, especially because when they do try to move, that's not leaving a lot of hours in the day to get across the road, is No, it? not really. Like, especially when you know it takes them that long. Um, so sloth 15 to 18 hours, and a giraffe only sleeps two to three hours. Really? Wow. They they drink a lot of coffee. So so it's really just about where that tiger sits. And the Mm. tiger, 18 to 20 hours. Oh, my gosh. That is not what I expected. So the actual order is tiger, sloth, giraffe, but you get something great from the Bucket (laughs) O' Fun. Yay. Hey, I'll bring over the Bucket O' Fun. Here's the Bucket O' Fun, Isla. Do you want to have a look at some stuff? Tell us what you can see in there. Okay. um, Well, I can see a couple hairbrushes, some bags of twisties, this strange bag? I don't oh, know yeah, what this that's is. A, that's a, a, a picnic rug, plastic picnic rug, some VB cologne for yourself. <laughs> or look, you could, or you could go for Pete's Love Island bottle. Yeah, you Lovely. can have my Love Island Engraved with Pete's name on it. And I've even, I've even used it a couple of times. So, yeah. <laughs> that makes it even better. Pete, and Hey, um, come on. Come on. Do you want me to talk about it? Of course I want you to talk about okay, it. Okay, um, you look like Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> Your mo makes me feel weird. 
weird. And not in a not in a weird, pleasant way. What if I come near no. you? I, come <laughs> I near don't you like know. it. It's changed everything it, it about has, your face. I'm on, I'm on Kimber's mic now. It's definitely changed his face. Yes. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Because when he's got the the beard going on and everything, he's got you know quite ruggedly handsome look going on. Do you want to touch it? Touch it. Oh, okay. Just touch it. <laughs> Do you know, I, I'm embarrassed because I didn't know you were doing Movember because you've been hiding it under this sneaky guise of actually having a beard for I the entire beard. month. And yeah, then today, as we approach the end, it's like you've just ridden someone's coattails to the end by just shaving <laughs> off the rest of the beard and be like, hey, guys, I grew this are. mow the whole time. Here we are. Um, I showed the, mow, showed the mow off to the family last night. Mm-hmm. So I had mm-hmm. a cheat, got home last night. Because I, I had been growing a beard for a while just while the mow grows out. Yep. And then mm. decided to do the shave. And um, Mila was the first one to notice it. Take a listen. What did you say? Maybe you'll look cool tomorrow at work. What do you think? I like it. You like it? Yeah. Do you? Yeah, and it's a bit funny too. Is it, why is it a bit funny? <laughs> I know. It's just because you never wear one of those before. Yeah. You think it suits me? Yeah? Yeah. Um, do you want to touch it? No. You want to touch it? It's near your nose. Yucky. Yeah, touch it. Hey! <laughs> so she, she's on board. She's a fan. Also, I love that she took one look at it and was like, you're going to look so cool at I work know. tomorrow. I know. I was so excited. Kids. I want that level of support in my life everywhere. (laughs) Someone who can look at a mo like that and go, you're going to be so cool at work tomorrow. Well, I was so happy that she said that. And it was a good thing that we started with her because Liz wasn't as compelling. (laughs) She wasn't. She wasn't as much of a fan. Look at Dad's moustache. I know. Isn't it? You like it? A bit patchy. (laughs) You slip. Dad. Don't slip. Where's a bit patchy? I'm shaving. No. Have you ever had it waxed? Okay. So. <laughs> Come on, Patches, old girl. Yep. Um, so that was one from one. And mm. then Ollie, Ollie was asleep at the time, so he's out. Yeah, okay. uh, So the deciding vote came down to Izzy. Oh, dear. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, yeah character. the character. Yeah, have a listen. Izzy. What? Come here. No. That was it. <laughs> Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, I, I like that kid more and more as I get to know her. <laughs> the word of the year is just the word that Australians have used most often that has come up throughout the year the most. Oh. I'm disappointed, Why actually, disappointed? if I'm honest. Wait, wait, wait. You're not going to reveal word of the year without a drum roll or anything, are you? Ain't gonna say, oh, you okay, you should roll. build it really big because really... you're not at all going to be disappointed yes. by the answer. Uh, do we need a... Make it huge. Marching okay. band. Everything. Think... Whatever massive, you've got. Massive, massive. Throw something at it. Are we going to do like... I've got... I've got, I've got some VO. Do you? Okay, <laughs> yeah. wait yeah. a minute, wait, 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 wait. Okay, I've put in... Can you make a big soccer crowd, mate? Probably, like a... <sighs> probably should, <laughs> sure. should organise this before we went to air, All right. uh, which would have been handy. Okay, here we go, here You're we go. You're the one who suggested it, mate. I've got a three-minute <laughs> drum roll. Are we ready? <laughs> Three minutes. Oh, okay, no, ten seconds. All right, here we go, and... The Australian... Oh, sorry. There you go. Oh, God, geez, we've got to start The Australian again. Word no, of the wait, Year is... <laughs> the Australian Word of the Year is... Teal. What? <laughs> Teal. No, that's oh, the word. Tyler was literally oh, everybody most... listening right now. 
I mean, it's super disappointing, right? Obviously coming to prominence through the, the election. federal election mm. and the teal wave of independence, but it's a bit average, isn't it? Because the other yeah. words that we've uh. used this year that came really hot up the top there, mm. I think are better words. Okay, hit us with them. Cooker. Cooker? Yeah, cooker. Yeah, context? Um, uh, it, it's a it's a term for a person involved in protests against vaccine mandates. Oh, oh <laughs> I had no idea. I I thought it was if you've been on the glass barbecue. Right. Um, okay. An eshay. Esh- oh yeah. Oh, I only yes, learned I know that one. I only yes. learned eshay. Yes. My niece taught me what an eshay was about two years ago. Isla, do you know what an eshay is? Um, do you know how to describe it? Do you know how to describe an eshay? I kind of. I wouldn't know. I I wouldn't say I knew the actual definition. Well, like, what what do you think? A teenager or young man who is part of a group associated with antisocial behaviour and characterised characterised by the wearing of a certain brand level clothing. I mean, she she nailed that. Mm. I I couldn't have put that in better words myself. I think that was perfect. Um, I think I am the living embodiment of that show. You're not in enough labels, buddy. You need more labels. Um, Quiet quitting, which everybody's been doing for the last three years. Let's not kid ourselves. Uh, And shrinkflation. What is that? Shrinkflation um, is that awesome thing where you used to get a bag of chips that was about this big and you'd pay three bucks for it. Now you get a bag of chips that's this big and you're still paying three bucks or four bucks for it instead. No. Yeah. It's not acceptable, no. is it? No. no, Isla's not okay with it. Absolutely. <laughs> Masters Milk Carton Regatta 2022. Oh, look at him go! They're off and away! Masters, proudly Aussie-owned and made right here in Bentley, Perth for over 50 years. There is your winner! Guys, uh, look, I, I thought we, we went to the top with um, John Longley. Yes. Uh, but no, it seems that there's an even more top above the top. More yeah. tippity top than more, John. Exactly, yes. right? Ahead of the. You've got basically no clue what you're doing in this regatta on Saturday. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that was obvious from the beginning. Yeah, we, can, we know how we can get on a boat, but what do we do with it once we're on? That's a great point. Yes. So let's check in with Olympic champion, rowing champion, just general champion, Annabelle McIntyre. Welcome to the show. The AMAC. Yeah, actually, funnily enough, that is my nickname. Hey, Mac. I mean, you have just got this incredible list of wins behind you, and uh, particularly the Tokyo Games, you winning gold in the women's Coxless Four. Um, I'm guessing that means you need a lot of teamwork, and that is where Pete might come undone. What does it take to get a good team across the line? Um, Well, for us, it was definitely communication. So we did a lot of work trying to understand each other and understand our goals, which was obviously for us winning that gold medal. Sure. And what mm. that meant was being the first boat over the line or the fastest boat on the course. So everything we did, we did to make ourselves go as fast as possible and we did it together. Um, Annabelle, I mean, I'm, I'm building this boat with my dad. Um, and yeah, and, and as, as far as communication is yeah, concerned, can, well, can I play you a little bit? Of, <laughs> can I play you a bit of audio that I played the guys yesterday about you know just the boat build and our communication there? No, no, you still need those. Don't wipe it off. You don't silicon in the last one. No, no, no. How do we how do we work through that as as a family and and now as a team? I think just continuously asking him the question 
do you want to be the first person over that line? Do right. you want to win? Right. And then if so, you have to kind of just continuously explain that well, you're not going to do it by yourself. It's a team thing. All of us have to be working together. Are, are there some moves that they can pull in the boat to make it a bit of a better journey for them? Just yes, lots yeah. of ab work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, you can improve between now and Saturday if need be. Oh, yeah. Oh, go on. Yeah. Yeah. How, do I, like how do I do that? Well, if it were like a photo oh. shoot, Pete, where you just start yeah. doing the crunches six <laughs> right seconds now. before. Right now. I'll <laughs> start yeah, right, right now. I'll start right now. Annabelle. I'll start right now. <laughs> hey, AMAC, uh, let us know when you're in town, all right? It'd be yeah. nice to catch up. Will do. Best of luck this weekend. Speak Matt and Kimber for elite pool covers. Swim warmer for longer. Next 94.5.